Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in from The Athletic right now, Mike DeFabo joining here. Hi, Mike. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Certainly. Um, why don't we just start with this? What are you working on right now? Well, actually, I just finished up uh, a profile about Mason Rudolph, and I think he's one of the best stories in the NFL right now. I mean, let's just look at where his season started as a third string afterthought. And like he joked at a press conference that he was considering commercial real estate. And if he'd be doing that, like that wasn't a joke. I talked to his father and he said, he sat down with him and they were working on a resume. And one of the nuggets in the story is that they were like joking, like, okay, tell me about some of your work experiences. And Mason was like, um, I pressure washed our neighbor's driveway that one time. And his dad's like, I don't think you want to put that on the resume. So, um, you know, I talked to Mike Gundy, his, his Oklahoma State coach, um, talked to his dad, as I mentioned. So kind of goes through his history and, and what brought him to this big moment starting a playoff game. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Good stuff getting Gundy. You know, I saw him on the field before Oklahoma State played Pitt that one time when Mason Rudolph had a pretty big game. It was blazing hot. It was down there. And Gundy's mullet was so great. It was cartoon character like it was it was like he was dressed up for halloween it was incredible by the way well yeah i mean he fits in right here in pittsburgh with the mullet no doubt about that um but yeah that game mason rudolph threw for 540 yards it was his best college performance um and uh you know there's interestingly mason started as a freshman in 2014 third on the depth chart and after a pair of injuries he was thrust into the starting lineup needed to win one of the final two games to help his team qualify for bowl eligibility, make it to the postseason. Very similar, a lot of parallels to now. Um, and, and again, there's more details about those conversations and, and Mason deciding that he wanted to burn his red shirt to play. So definitely check that out in The Athletic tomorrow. Yeah, be sure to check that out in The Athletic tomorrow. Mike working hard, doing old school good journalism and talking to a bunch of sources and Writing a big takeout piece is what it's called in the athletics, so be sure to check that out. Will Mason Rudolph's skills be able to be fully utilized because of the weather on Sunday? Well, you know, that's, that's going to be a big thing. Um, my fiance Jenna, luckily they've got all those forecasters at Channel 11, and they're, like, doing these minute-by-minute -minute breakdowns. I actually feel like best-case scenario for the Steelers, there's a ton of weather. It's windy, it's rainy, it's cold, it's snowy, it's a messy field because, you know, that's going to limit Josh Allen and that's going to, I think, take him out of the equation. 
And I feel like that's much more significant than Mason Rudolph being taken out of the game. You know, I feel like the recipe for the Steelers to win right here is turn Josh Allen over, run the ball really effectively, and then get in one of their typical messy, weird, strange games. Because I feel like maybe that's the Steelers' best competitive advantage is they don't know how to play a normal football game. And I think sometimes the opponent doesn't know how to react when they get in these kind of like strange, you know, grinded out rock fight type games. Did Jalen Warren lose carries by putting it on the ground the other day? Well, I, I think the weather probably helped him a little bit because, I mean, you go back to the very first carry of the game, Najee Harris got the ball and, like, it just slipped right out of his hand. Um, so ball security was an issue throughout. But we know that that's been a problem for Jalen Warren dating back to training camp, you know, last season in Latrobe. And I remember Eddie Faulkner at the time, made him carry around a football that I think he wrote like something on like uh, Jalen's baby or something like that. And he had to carry it to lunch and carry it like to the dorms and everything like that. So they've really worked on his ball security. And truly that's the one thing that holds him back because you look at what he does in pass protection. He's an absolute stud there. Um, it seems like every time he gets the football, he's able to create something out of nothing um, so really, it's just if he can hang on to the football, that's like his Achilles heel and the only one thing. But, you know, I, I think that the Steelers are wise enough to know that they're going to need Jalen. They're not going to put him in the doghouse for too long. Mike DeFabo joining from The Athletic here. Is there need to be a more concerted effort to get the football to George Pickens? Or is it the ultimate fan story and not necessarily a team story? In so much as people are complaining, but it's just kind of like – okay, if it comes to it, it comes to it. If not, you just got to work with what they give you. There's a delicate balance there for sure. I mean, I think that there were definitely games where they underutilized George Pickens. And he is a special talent. There's no question about that with his insane catch radius and his ability to create yards after the catch. You want to find ways to get him the ball. And, you know, if the defense is going to be giving, you know, extra coverage his direction, having a safety shadow him over the top, you know, that's your opportunity to throw him a screen, maybe throw him a quick slant, maybe hand him the ball in a jet sweep, something like that. But one thing I've really appreciated about Mason Rudolph is when he does get the opportunities where he sees single high safety coverage and extra defenders in the box, that's when he's unafraid to take those chances and take those risks. So it's about a combination of things. It's about designing a game plan and highlighting your best players but also knowing the opponent's going to try to take them away. And so finding the right times to use them, I think, is, is really the answer to that question. Are Herbig and Golden ready to undertake the duties where it takes at least two men to fill uh, T.J. Watt's shoes? Yeah, I mean, I look back at this, and historically the Steelers, I believe, are 1-10 in 10 in games that T.J. Watt doesn't play. And you don't have to look far. You just have to look back to last season when they started – um, you know, after losing him after the first week one win, they were one in six the first half of the season without T.J. Watt. And, you know, not only do you miss his game-wrecking force on every single play, but also the opponent has to game plan against him. And, like, I've talked to inside linebackers who say that their job is easier because the running back has to stay in the block. And when he does, that's a guy they're assigned to man coverage so they can green dog blitz or what the Steelers call it as a hug rush, where if you see your guy staying in the block, you can add on to the rush. So they're actually generating more pressure there. So, you know, the Steelers made a very concerted effort this offseason to add quality depth at every position. And I think one of the positions they did the best job of that is at the outside linebacker position. You know, Marcus Golden, I think, is a great team guy. I talked to him after the game uh, in, 
uh, in Baltimore, and he was like, man, if I play one snap, if I play three snaps, I don't care what I get, I'm going to give it my all. And his phrase is keep hunting. He always says that. And, and then, you know, Nick Herbig has been a guy that Steelers fans have fallen in love with, I think. Um, it seems like every time he gets an opportunity, he's maximizing it. You know, you look back to two games ago where he had the strip, sack, fumble recovery uh, that was really a game-changing play and possibly season-changing play. And, and so, you know, even though no one can replace T.J. Watt, I do feel the Steelers are in a much better position than they have been previously to handle his absence. You know, and we're talking to Mike DeFabo from The Athletic. Uh, I saw the Steelers sign Brad Wing to the practice squad today. Immediately when that happened, I said, oh, okay, let me just look up Buffalo's punter. Buffalo probably has a left-footed punter, and they want the ball to be caught on a spin in practice this week because the ball spins the other way. Uh, Mart- this Martin guy does not punt left-footed. He punts right-footed. So it's not that. They're not trying to get somebody a different look during uh, during a practice session. Is there a real shot that Wing is just better than uh, Presley Harvin and that they might just leave Presley Harvin at home or that Harvin could be hurt? I, w- I was pretty intrigued by that move as well um, because Harvin did deal with an injury earlier this year and they brought in Brad Wing. He did a fine job. Um, and – you know, I think we all know that Presley hasn't lived up to his billing. He won the Ray Guy Award as college uh, football's best punter, but he's just been too inconsistent. You see the upside in why he won that award, but you know, we all have seen the shanks or, or the 17-yard punts, things of that nature. Um, so I actually thought maybe Brad Wing would get a chance, but after practice today, Mike Tomlin talked, and the way he characterized it was just regular practice squad type stuff. So, you know, judging from Mike Tomlin's answer, it does not seem like Brad Wing is going to be stepping in there. But then again, Tomlin's not always the most forthcoming and honest guy in those press conferences. So, you know, I think it is something to kind of keep an eye on. If I had to bet, I would say Presley Harvin's going to be the punter, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Well, let me try to wrap my head around this. And this is why, again, I think that and maybe they want to be, and that's fine, but I always say – that football coaches act like they run the Pentagon and not a football team. But if they want to, that's okay. What would be the practical application for limited spots on a practice squad to have a punter, essentially having two punters in your building? Yeah, I'm with you there. That's what's intriguing about it. And it does make you wonder about the health of Presley Harvin or about um, you know, whether they want another option if they feel like things aren't going well. Um, so, yeah, it, it is definitely a bit of an interesting move. Yeah, it certainly is. Mike, what is the one area that you look at at this game and you say, okay, from a matchup standpoint or a player standpoint or just uh, somewhere in this game, not enough people are talking about this, but I think it'll be a big factor in this game or this person will play a big role or like what's hidden there? Because everybody knows the obvious stories. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think the obvious stories are like, how is Joey Porter Jr. going to match up against Stephon Diggs? And, and I think that you know, he's been tested against top wide receivers. This is almost like a final exam, exam of sorts against an elite route runner. You know, I look at the, the matchup with Josh Allen, and you know, I think a big factor in what's going to change this game is going to be how many turnovers Josh Allen has, when he turns the football over, and where he turns the football over. Because this guy is really a double-edged sword in the true definition of it because he's – I love this stat. He's number one in total touchdowns, number one in total yardage, and second in turnovers in the league. So, you know, you know he's going to hurt you. You know he's going to score points, but you also know you could turn him over. I guess if I were to pick something that, you know, maybe people aren't talking about, you know, I, I think they probably are going to try to take away George Pickens. I think they're probably going to try to take away Deontay Johnson. So is there another guy who can step up? You know, Calvin Austin, we haven't heard a lot from him lately. Is this the game that he breaks out? And, and I was going back and researching Mason Rudolph, and I remember that big deep ball he threw in the preseason to Calvin Austin. And we haven't really seen, you know, other than special teams, Calvin Austin use his, his dynamic playmaking ability on Sundays quite so much and and just in his normal offense. So, you know, I am kind of curious. Maybe there is an opportunity to hand the football to Calvin Austin or to hit him with a deep shot or just use his speed in a creative and different way. Terrible take, great take, or somewhere in the middle take. Are you ready for this? And this is verbatim from a tweet that I made about an hour and a half ago. Buffalo chicken dip is much better than buffalo chicken wings. Give me a choice of unlimited one or the other. I'm taking the dip all day. DeFabo, tell me. See, I'm going to tell you something about myself. Um, chicken wings are not only my favorite food, they're like almost a part of my personality. Ooh. And uh, I basically try to limit my life to like five things that I like. And, you know, one of those things is, is chicken wings. And every birthday I have, I have to get wings. I grew up in Latrobe and Dino's was like my go-to place. One time my parents had a party and um, this family, they were like considering naming their kid Michael. And I sat down and I crushed 40 wings right in front of them. And they were like, after that, they're like, we love this guy. We're naming our kid Michael now because this guy is, is, seems like a nice guy, eats chicken wings. So like th- I, I plan, I've already planned out when I get to Buffalo, what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to wing nuts probably first. Uh, the famous place, you know, that was in the Knights of Columbus. It's like, it, it's like a, an otherworldly experience. Um, and then there's another place called Barbill where they literally paint, hand paint the, the sauces onto the wings. So, like, if I could eat one food the rest of my life, it would be chicken wings. So I, I very much disagree with your take. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you know, it's, it, 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 the variety makes is a spice of life or whatever. Well, this is, this is sports talk radio. We're supposed to debate things, important things like chicken wings. Certainly. Your, what's your go-to here in Pittsburgh? Uh, 
you know, I, I actually, D's Six Pack and Dogs has uh, a lot of good varieties of wings. And I like their, um, it's called Swiss Vale Gold. And Swiss it's Vail. like, uh, it's like a mustard sauce. I actually told Calvin Austin about it in the locker room. And, and cause he was like talking about how he wanted wings that reminded him of Memphis. Ah, and so it's and like an off yellow. It's like, it's like an off yellowish kind of like a, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if somebody from D's is listening right now. They might want to talk to Calvin Austin and try to get a sponsorship deal or something with him because he was all about it. Why would you pat? This is where the lack of savvy nature of Mike DeFabo is coming in. Why would you pass off that endorsement or sponsorship deal onto someone else and not try to lasso it yourself? Well, what I was thinking actually is maybe at the end of the season we would sit down and like have wings. I could do my the Donnie football wing it version, uh, but with football players, do a little interview session or something like that. You and Calvin Austin, you and whomever have your what do they say? Swissville gold at these six pack and dogs. It's the best, man. I'm telling you. It's, it's really good. I also like um, Bingham Tavern's good. Um, what else do I like? William Penn Tavern, mm-hmm. the kitchen sink. Yeah. That's always interesting because they say, like, it's always different depending on who makes them. And, I mean, I'm, you can tell I'm a wing guy. You, you can tell. I can tell. I can tell. Uh, do you like the full wing or, like, the drummy or the flat or whatever? Because I'm a big full wing guy. I, I like them both. I think it's like, like you said, variety is the spice of life. But if I had to pick, I actually prefer the flats. Those are my go-to, and I can eat them in one bite. Yeah, you just put them in and then pull out just a bone. It's like an old man trick. It's a great thing to see. Exactly. Uh, yep. Um, ranch, blue cheese, crumbled blue cheese, what? <laughs> I go blue cheese. Just blue cheese dressing. I know you have this weird take, and I couldn't tell if you were joking with me before that you put blue cheese crumbles right on the wing. I do. I I've sp- never, heard, I've never heard of that, and I've never seen that other than you. No, you get blue cheese crumbles. You like lay them out on your plate, and you smush the wing down onto the blue cheese crumble. And when you lift up the wing, they're like embedded on there. That's how I like it. I'm not going to knock it until I try it, but, it, you know, I am a blue cheese guy, so I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay, and uh, you wash it down with a beer? That's your that's your move? I think you kind of have to. Yeah. It just goes better together. Seems like it. Oh, they made it. One of that, that one big country singer made a song about that. It goes better together, um, but I don't think he said wings and beer. I don't I don't believe he listed that in there. It was like a, a home run ball and something else that, that one big guy that uh, sells out stadiums all the time. You know that song, Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Yeah, Luke yes. Combs. That's who it was. Yes. Did he have wings in that song? Because he wrote a hell of a song, if I remember correctly. I don't think so, but wings and beer. You know, nothing goes better with football, in my opinion, than that. Is that going to be one of your wedding songs, Luke Combs, Some Things Just Go Better Together? It might. Uh, I'm trying to make the first dance, the Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, I've been working on that one. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I say to get on her nerves sometimes. Cotton Eye Joe or Macarena. Uh, tell her. It just, just threaten her. Say, listen, if you keep it up, we're going to do Cotton Eye Joe or the Macarena as our first dance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, she didn't grow up around here either. She doesn't realize that at Greater Latrobe High School, that was a central part of the curriculum was, was, you know, we had to do square dancing every single year and learn the cotton eye gel. So 
you know, the, all the important and essential things. Sounds like it. Well, have fun up in Western New York. Um, I'll talk to you in short order, I'm sure. It's great talking to you. And that feature, again, Mason Rudolph, you did the legwork. You put in the time. You talked to the people who need to be talked to as opposed to just, well, one source. Good job by you, and look for it on The Athletic uh, as the clock strikes midnight, right? Yeah, probably tomorrow morning around 5 a.m., so yeah. Okay. Ru- what, Mike? What? Finish. Finish your sentence, Mike. No, my dog was eating. I have a Manny Brothers, like, stuffed Manny Brothers sandwich for my dog, and he just was, was getting excited about it. Okay. So, no, but, yeah, check that out. It's going to drop at, like, 5 a.m. tomorrow on The Athletic, and um, hopefully people enjoy it. Hopefully, as much as your dog enjoys smelling that sandwich. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Mike. All right. Thanks a lot. See ya. Mike needed to go because his dog was going to eat the sandwich before he did. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 